You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and we're continuing our uh, coverage from the GAA Eastern Championships held in uh, PEI recently and Sarah Thornton now has a chat with Angela Stevenson from Ottawa. Uh, I grabbed Angela Stevenson here, who is coach of the senior women's uh, team for the Ottawa Gale, just in between our games here at the championships. Uh, Angela's taken on the, or wears quite a few hats around here in Canada, so maybe just talk about a, a couple of those roles, and uh, including one, which is uh, the Ottawa Gale sustain you as a first and only paid um, games development officer uh, in Canada. So maybe talk about a, a little bit about that. Um, this is my second year that I'm as the Ottawa Gales Games Development Officer. Well, the first club, as you say, that I've uh, hired and, and planned such a post, and it's, it's, it's obviously it's had quite an impact and a benefit to the club. We're working on a youth development project, and we work on uh, developing senior male and female players and recruitment into the club. And uh, obviously, from all that, we've been quite successful with our adult teams, particularly here today at the Eastern Championships. The senior ladies both making the finals. Uh, now we have a combined Ottawa Gale final together. Our men are edging their way to the final here as well today. And then regarding the youth development, we had we took a contingent to CYC again this year, and overall an outstanding contribution of Gaelic Games in Boston during that week. Um, so it's an exciting role that I've got within the Ottawa Gales, and it also goes hand in hand with the other volunteer role that I do as National Development Officer of Canada GA. Um, again, we're within that role, we're looking at the National Development Interpreter of the adult games in all codes, uh, ladies daily football, men's football, hurling and camogie and we're also working on smaller regional projects of developing youth programs in clubs and, and divisions within Canada. And how are you uh, enjoying your time here on PEI for the championships here? I must say it has been an absolutely fantastic uh, weekend since we got here yesterday afternoon in the events that was held last night downtown for everybody the reception but all the guest speakers it was a fantastic evening. We're here today and it's been a tremendous display of Gaelic games I have to say from the ladies, the men's and the hurling and this afternoon we're very excited for the camogie game that will be taking place. Um, so it's been a, it's a great camaraderie and, and, and the weekend like this year, teams that have travelled from all over the Eastern Divisions, the mileage that people have travelled to get here, both from all across Canada and also from Ireland. We are very lucky to have our officials and referees provided from, from Ulster Council to this event this weekend. Um, and a very good, a very good weekend and a great display of games. And what do you think about development since? Uh since last year's yeah what, what do you think about development since last year or year upon year yeah. for the championships uh, it's only earlier on I got an opportunity I was asked to talk to all the ladies teams here um, so this is my fourth year of being involved in Canada and, and looking at the participation and particularly Eastern Division at these championships and over the four year period you can see the growth the, the numbers now that are, that are playing are part of panels the increase of those panels the increase of uh, players sorry uh, that should have been a goal there, but we're going to edit that. Uh, no, the increase in, the, in the, the, the actual size of the panel and the number of teams that are entering the competition, you can see the growth of that. You can see it here looking around today, the more and more people that are here. And um, also the standard and the quality of play has also increased in the last few years, without a doubt. It's a, it's a much more competitive, structured event that we're attending here, and, and it's something that's only going to grow moving forward over the next number of years. So it's, it's absolutely fantastic. 
That's great. I, I think we're looking forward to the uh, Gales and Gales final here at the end. The ladies, two ladies teams playing uh, for the cup, so uh, we'll get out there on the field soon enough. Okay. Absolutely. And we continue with Jen here having a chat with Emma Cullen from the Halifax Gaelic Club. So I'm here with Emma from the Halifax Gales. And how's the day been so far? How was the trek to get here? And how has it been? <laughs> it's been really good. Uh, this is our fourth time coming to the Easterns. Uh, this has been our, definitely our, mo our best one so far. We actually won a game. <laughs> and uh, we won the Junior Shield Finals, which was good. It's good for the girls. Good. Uh, yeah. So the trek here wasn't too far compared to other years. Uh, we're only three and a half hours uh, up the road, you could say. Uh, other years, we did have to drive like 12 hours to Montreal or Quebec and stuff like that. So, but no, it's been good. Really enjoy it here. Like the level is very good and every year it's grown and grown. So, yeah, happy with it. And what does the GAA mean to you and the sense of community and bringing people together from who are non-Irish and Irish and how, how have you uh, grown the community in Halifax? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's like home away from home. Um, when I came here first like the, to Halifax, there was actually no ladies team. Um, so I started training with the men's team. And then we were actually hosting the Easterns. And uh, so we set up a ladies team for it, and like we're all really good friends, and it helps definitely helps you make you settle into ha like life in Halifax. Like when I moved there, I didn't know anyone, so it definitely I had like nine friends there on the field, like you know, and we're a nice, nice little community, and like we always do things together and everything like that. But it's it's, it's really good. It's definitely there's always like homely feeling to it, like you know, so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> and back over to Sarah Thornton, who's having a chat with Lisa Langevin of Ottawa. So I'm with Lisa Langevin of the Ottawa Gales. And Lisa, you've been playing Gaelic football for a long time. So you're one of the long-standing members. Uh, how long have you been playing with the club, and what has it meant to be part of the Ottawa Gales? It's funny. I was just thinking that 25 years this summer. Wow. <laughs> it's a long time. I'm totally dating myself now. 25 years. So I started when I was 18, and I'm 43. I know, it's a long time. <laughs> so it's been a great experience. I've developed a lot of fun and uh, meaningful relationships over the years, um, one of which is with uh, my longtime friend. I call her now my boxing sister, Daphne Ballard. We're actually fighting in a charity boxing fight, uh, white collar fighting, uh, and it's on October 13th at the Latin Casino, and it's for the Ottawa Cancer Foundation. So I'm looking forward to beating up my sister for cancer. That's amazing. And what's your, do you have an Irish connection as well? Uh, my family's from Manawaki, which is about two hours north of Ottawa, and it's very much an Irish community back then, uh, was back then, and so I just kind of always enjoyed hanging out with the Irish community, watch the heart and town as a waitress during law school, and just kind of pick it up from there. So. That's great. And what does it mean to be here for the championships uh, this weekend on Prince of Island? It's fantastic. The weather's amazing. It's just fun to hang out with all the girls, be away from kids for 36 hours. So definitely now flying back to more flight 50, so we can literally be here. 36 hours. <laughs> Thank you, Many people consider that uh, the GAA, Gaelic Athletic Association, really only covers football and hurling, but it also includes camogie and it includes handball. Well, this year we hear that camogie was included in the Eastern Championships at PEI, and we're going to find out about that where Sarah Thornton has a chat with Tressa McMaster. The Eastern Canadian Championships continue to grow every year, and this year not only did PEI enter a women's team for the first time, but the championships also welcomed the first camogie match. Uh, Tressa, you're actually a dual player and have played in Toronto, Ottawa, and now here on PEI. So what does this mean for the, the growth of the game in Canada? 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it's fantastic to see uh, Komogi um, getting its inaugural year here in PEI. Uh, we started off the year really, really well at the Montreal May Tournament um, with four teams. Uh, this new team uh, in Toronto started this year as well in the Pier 6. So um, got off to a great start and had the first competition of the year, the first time Komogi was at the Montreal Tournament as well. So, um, yeah, we just built on that all summer and, um, yeah, really excited to play in PEI today. So I've heard that the skills and technique of Komogi are actually more challenging to pick up than Gaelic football. Um, how long have you been playing and what's your uh, best advice for picking up the game? Yeah, um, I mean, I started as an adult, uh, so I started playing in 2012. Um, yeah, it is It is a lot. To, the skills are very different to, to Gaelic football, but um, I'd say for, for any beginner wanting to start playing, it's just um, getting down to the, the basics, really, and just starting with with ground hurling and kind of working your way, uh, working your way from there. Oh, and what do you love about the about Komogi? Um, oh, everything. It's uh, just the the skill of it. Um, it's it's you know trying something different and having played football uh, my whole life. It was it was great to be able to kind of try something new. Um, and just yeah, the feeling of kind of when you when you hit strike the ball and you know you've connected and you you know it's it's just an incredible feeling and um, yeah it's great to see so many girls uh, here in uh, Ottawa and, and Montreal um, really like taking to the game and, and loving it. So. so it was great to see in the media uh, in Ireland recently feature a story on Camogie player Bridge Corkery uh, who just returned to her county team after a two-year absence and I think just giving birth to a son. Um, do you think it's important for the GA to feature more top female athlete role models to show kind of the longevity of opportunities and also to help grow the game here in, or in Ireland and um, abroad? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, it's great to see, um, you know, Breach's story be featured in the media because, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be too long ago that having a child would have meant, you know, basically the end of your, your career, especially for an inter-county player. So, I mean, I think Breach Corkery is something like 17 All-Irelands in her pocket. Like, she's just an incredible player. So to see um, her come back... Uh, uh, you know, and it's it's an incredible inspiration for for other mothers, um, and you know, not just at, at club level, but at an county level, to to be able to to come back and play. So, have you enjoyed PEI? Yeah. Oh my God, it's been fantastic. Um, the people here are just so friendly, and uh, yeah, it's been a great day. The pitches are unreal. Um, the club here have done a great job in in, uh, in putting together just a, a wonderful weekend. So yeah, very excited. And how did the the match go itself actually? Um, well, for us, for Ottawa Aeroga, it wasn't our day today, but um, we, uh, yeah, Montreal had a had a strong team in there. So um, we'll, we're going to build over the winter, and uh, can't wait to be back next year for the Eastern Championships in Montreal. So I've actually heard that the skills and techniques of Camogie are more challenging to pick up than Gaelic football. Um, have how long have you been playing, and what would be your best advice for picking up the game? Yeah, so I myself started playing as an adult. I started playing about six or seven years ago. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely um, more kind of technical, uh, but, I mean, I grew up uh, playing hockey, so there's a lot of transferable skills between between ice hockey and, and camogie. Um, you know, you're used to kind of having a stick in your hand and, and the coordination of that, so I think that's definitely an asset. Um, but, yeah, for anyone starting out, I would just say um, just you know, get down to the basics and uh, start with grand hurling and kind of go from there. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks.
We're here now from Shane O'Neill, who is involved with the Celts at, at PEI. Uh, relatively recent addition to the Eastern Championships, and he gives a little bit of background on to their formation and how things have gone. And Shane is chatting with Sarah Thornton. I'm here with Shane O'Neill, and Shane, uh, what has it meant uh, for PEI to host the championships this year? It's an incredible thing. Um, Prince Edward Island is very rich in Irish and Celtic culture and heritage, so to bring an event like this to the island is just an amazing, amazing, um, it's an amazing thing for the city of Charlotte and it's an amazing thing for the province of PEI, and um, especially with our schools programs that we have got going on, it really does showcase all four codes, hurling, Gaelic football, camogie, and ladies Gaelic football, so like, yeah, it's wonderful. How did the club get started? The club got started in 2015, in November 2015, when five lads met at the Old Dublin pub, uh, myself, uh, Peter Connaughton, Eamon Dooley, Keena Moore and John O'Brien, and we just took it from there and we said let's, let's bring Gaelic Games to PEI, and it just took off straight away. And this was the first year that there was a women's team, uh, a PEI women's team in the championships? Absolutely. Um, we were really, we're really focused on getting all codes here in PEI. Um, things don't happen overnight, obviously, but work of various different people, Sarah Thornton, Ailis Keegan, put time and effort into getting the ladies program up, and they're here to stay. Thankfully, there everybody that's playing is loving, and we're growing every year. And how how did how have the championships gone? Uh, I'll answer that in two weeks' time when I can uh, when I can reflect on it. But right now, it looks like they've gone really, really well. Obviously, with the growth of PEI, there's also been serious growth in the Eastern Division, and I think that from a divisional perspective, we have to look every year and find ways of always improving it and making it better and making it uh, grow exceptionally well. And I think that yeah, Ottawa did great things in 2017, Quebec in 2015. And obviously us this year in 2018, you know, again, every year we're just trying to improve on what happened before. But what does Gaelic football mean in terms of uh, community building here on PEI? Gaelic football, the Gaelic Athletic Association is a family. It is a, it's a community-based organization where it just brings communities together in Ireland and it, uh, it also brings communities together here in Canada. Like this week we have people here from... Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, PEI, and like we don't see our, we don't see everybody all the time, but there's such camaraderie, there's such everything, and like even on the island, we have the entire island covered with with players um, playing the sports from Tignish all the way to uh, Eastern Kingsbury, and it's yeah, it's it's a, it's community. Sarah Thornton, while she was in uh, PEI, managed to grab Irish Ambassador Jim Kelly and get his perspective on the Eastern Championships. And I want to take this opportunity to thank uh, Sarah and her uh, good colleague uh, who looked after the recordings and grabbed everybody and put the whole thing together. That's uh, Jen Kerr. So, Sarah and Jen, thanks a million for your tremendous help on this. And uh, this is Ambassador Kelly and his perspective. 
So I'm here with Ambassador Jim Kelly, and uh, how's the day been so far? Yeah, no, absolutely fantastic. It's great to see so many Gaelic football and hurling camogie teams out from different parts of the east of Canada, and it really shows the strength of the GAA here in Canada and at this part of the country, and, and how important it is to the Irish community, and indeed to, to Canadians as well. It's great to see so many Canadian-born players out too, and we have teams from Halifax, Montreal, Quebec, Ottawa, and you know, quite a new team here in Prince Edward Island, and to see them kind of showcase what they can do as well just shows you the, the growth of the GAA and it's going from strength to strength which is lovely to see. And how do you find it compares to games back at home? Yeah, pretty favourably actually I have to say. It certainly compares better to how I used to play. <laughs> but, um, but no, the standard is really good and you know there's real enthusiasm and energy and preparation. You can see people work hard prepare themselves for championships like this and, uh, and you've got a lot of people out here watching as well. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Prince Edward Island. Gorgeous pitches and you could be at home. And it's your first time to the island since moving to Canada, correct? It is, yeah. It's my first time in Prince Edward Island, and uh, I'm here since uh, I've been here about two days now. And I did a first day meetings with, you know, business meetings, meetings with government, university, with the premier, the lieutenant governor. And uh, I have to say, you know, when you come into uh, Charlottetown from the airport, you could be back in Ireland. You know, all that green, all that water, and it's a beautiful place. And you know, such welcoming and friendly people, and obviously such a strong Irish influence. In almost 30 percent of people in Prince Edward Island claim some form of Irish heritage, which is an extraordinary high number when you think about it. And there's a lot of fellow feeling and a lot in common between Ireland and Prince Edward Island, I think. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much.